0: You're listening to Podcast Radio and I have got Jason Bradbury now, former host of The Gadget Show. Hey, Jason.
1: How are you doing? Do you remember The Gadget Show, Kavita? Are you you (laughs) old enough to have uh, grown up with that fine show?
0: I know I have a lovely, youthful voice, but I'm 34.
1: You're not. <laughs>
0: I am. All my friends are 27, though, so like I try and pretend to be younger. <laughs>
1: that's weird. So all of them are 27. You're like, can we yeah, be friends? No. And you're like, how old are you? I'm 26. No.
0: no. Yeah, no, no. That's my cutoff point. It's far too young. <laughs> <laughs> Forget yeah, that.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> Do you know what's interesting is loads um, of them are into gardening, but I'm not. Yeah. But Okay,
1: you, let's see if I can persuade you.
0: Well, I'm not very good at keeping things alive.
1: I'm terrible. I'm terrible. I've got the opposite of whatever the opposite of green fingers is. That's what I've got. (laughs) Do you know know what you need, Kavita? You need watering sensors and a smart sprinkler.
0: Yeah, perfect. So what exactly are watering sensors and a smart sprinkler? Tell us.
1: Okay, so the the way that it works, these things connect wirelessly. um, And then you can manually operate the watering, uh, the sprinkler when you want to, if you're at work. I mean, I mean, literally, you could be at the other side of the world. And you could change the, the regime by which the water is delivered to various plants at various points in the garden or turn on the smart sprinkler. Um, or you could just be stood next to the smart sprinkler when your kids walk onto the lawn and turn it on because it's funny. <laughs> you know, whatever you want.
0: That's always fun, isn't it? And then, of course, if you're on the other side of the world, you don't have to rely on somebody else coming to feed your plants and messing up the routine, right?
1: No, I mean, so look, there are, there are lots of very uh, concrete reasons to do this, right? So so first of all, this technology is really hidden. You know, you, you know, the garden looks normal. But let's say that you've got a rental property and you want to manage the garden remotely or you've got an elderly mom or elderly dad, um, and you want to have a role in, in helping them to manage the garden, or they want to manage it themselves without having to walk to the end of the garden, or maybe someone in a wheelchair. I mean, there's, there's a million different scenarios. Or well, you just like the, the 59% of Brits um, that have used their gardens more than ever before in the last 12 months, mm-hmm. obviously because of lockdown, and you just want a bit more control and you want to make the garden a more, uh, interactive environment that you can really get value from people in home offices there's an obvious need for a good wi-fi connection that gets to the end of the garden there you know these are the sorts of uh, s- scenarios uh behind the smart garden project
0: and uh through the research what were the top gadgets that people were most looking forward to using
1: well interestingly uh, watering sensors in at number one uh number can i do like a radio thing yeah go light? for it i should start actually i'll start at 10 and then, <laughs> then we'll count down yeah yeah, right, yeah. at 10 smart bird feeders were really popular. And we'll get back to that. Uh, nine plant sensors, so that's good for the anti-green fingered brigade because that's all about giving you information about what you know nutrients the, the plants ah. need. At eight, it's the smart fire pit, um, and seven smart locks. That's another obvious solution. As we use the gardens more, if you've got technology like if you've got a home office uh, in your shed or or more serious structure, then obviously a good lock um, that you can operate. Um, intelligently is a really good solution. Uh, Smart speakers, you probably know that. And uh, a smart barbecue accessory, which was a number of different things, but get this, this is really, really cool. This is the, uh, the fourth most popular choice in the survey. And it includes a... Sausage temperature sensor that sends you a a notification when the sausage is is cooked. And that's not (laughs) a joke. It's real.
0: So that means you can watch Love Island while your sausage is cooking outside and you won't miss anything.
1: Exactly that. And then smart sprinkler. That was my other fave. If you remember, that's number three. Robotic lawnmower, number two. And of course, watering sensor at number one. How about robotic lawnmower, Kavita? I mean that's I mean, that's just fab, isn't it?
0: That is really good, isn't it? So even when it's raining, could you use it because then you don't have to go outside, do you?
1: That's a good point. <laughs> that it's a good point. I mean, the, the robotic lawnmower sits sort of sort of on a base station in the corner of the garden. So my guess is, it, obviously, it has to be waterproof. So yeah, I mean, if you want to trigger it via a remote app to go and mow the lawn at a certain point, if it's raining or not, or not, I don't know. I mean, some of some of the green fingered peeps that are listening to this show will, of course. I'm guessing, tell you whether that's a good idea. I don't know. Are you supposed to mow the lawn during, probably not during the rain, I don't know.
0: I have no Would idea. It... Well, the thing is, Jason, you're speaking to a Londoner who lives in a flat with no <laughs> garden and no lawn. So um, <laughs> I haven't mowed the lawn in, I don't think I've ever mowed a lawn.
1: <laughs> you can mow i tell you what you could do. I could hire out my my robotic lawn mower and, and other people that don't have a lawn could mow it.
0: That's a good idea. That'd be remotely. a good test, wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> hey, do you know what you should be able to do? This is a great idea. You could have like a kind of um, the games on the apps, you know, Flappy Bird. And you, um, you can actually, you know, move the, you can drive the robot around by touching <gasps> the screen. That would be fab. I don't know that you can do that with the app. I didn't get that deep with it, but that would be great, wouldn't it? That would be, be so brilliant.
0: funny. I used to, I used to do that. I used to have a farm that I used to, to, <laughs> to grow things on on the internet. <laughs> For I'm real? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. mean, like, oh, oh, you mean, oh, you go, mean, oh, you mean a, game. a game? Like not a Sims real, yeah, type yeah, game, not real, yeah. I was going
1: to say, I game. thought you, <laughs> but there's another idea though, like a remote farm that you kind of because i tell you what you can do i'm into stargazing okay and uh so looking at the stars and so on and so forth yeah and one of the things that you can do this is so cool is you can pay to remotely access super duper telescopes in really remote places like on the tops of mountains in you know chile and things like that and i'm being serious so that you can see the you know the various stellar interstellar objects and stuff um whatever the correct phrasing is um with a high telescope even though you you live like you do in the heart of London. So oh, wow. so it's not so this isn't so bonkers as it sounds.
0: No, it's not. I actually you will like this. I went um for a little weekend away in Wales and I saw Elon Musk's Starlink when I was there. Oh, it was one wow. of the amazing things I've ever seen. Yeah. Did you see it?
1: I I've, I've seen pictures of it on the uh, on social media, but I haven't seen it with my own eyes. But is it, it like a string of pearls in the sky?
0: Yeah, it's like a train. It's like a train going through the sky. <laughs> a train of stars hey, going through the sky. <laughs> you know
1: what? I remember, I am think it was about three years ago, there was a comet and it was on Christmas Eve and I took the kids out. Um, we lived uh, in Lincoln at the time near the cathedral and the comet, obviously very, very far away and very faint, but it came over the cathedral and I would got this app that predicted it because as I said, I'm really into stargazing and stuff. And I told the kids that it was Santa Claus and they completely believed oh, me. Oh, wow
0: i bet that was so magical for them yeah
1: really cool yeah really cool (laughs) uh
0: now jason i'm from podcast radio so i do have to ask you what are your favorite podcasts that you're listening to at the moment
1: oh man i i love podcasts i I absolutely love podcasts i listen to podcasts every night um so joe rogan is a is a uh, a favorite of mine i tell you what i really recommend the lazarus heist have you come across that no oh man that is nuts Oh gosh, it's about um North Koreans doing a bank heist using like digital tech. It's so and it's a true story.
0: Oh, that's really cool. Right. I'm, I'm yeah. writing that down myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Brilliant stuff. Yeah, and I like uh, I like all kinds of things about sort of um, you know, politics and international espionage. That's that, that sort of stuff. I like <laughs> I like um you know current current affairs, um, which is a bit weird, isn't it, when you think you're going to sleep. But anyway, you know, I don't like lots of kind of chattiness on podcasts. I like more of a sort of documentary feel.
0: They're good for different times of the day, a different type of podcast. Chatty in the morning, documentary in the evening. That's That's right. Yeah,
1: chatty in the car, documentary (laughs) on the pillow.
0: Precisely. So, Jason, where can our listeners go to get more information about all these top gadgets?
1: Yeah, so find out all about uh, TalkTalk's Future Future Fibre and find out whether you can actually get it where you live by going to talktalk.co.uk.
0: Thank you so much, Jason.
1: Thank you, Kavita. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And And we're we're the the Professional Book Book Nerds. Nerds.
0: Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe.
1: On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like, how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list?
0: You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds.
0: We hope you'll come and listen and as always,
1: happy Happy reading. reading!